there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of the newest podcasts, videos, and more. But here we go! This week, I want to talk about Apex Legends. It's a new addition to the free-to-play Battle Royale roster, and it's developed by Respawn Entertainment, the makers of Titanfall, and published by Electronic Arts, the publisher who brought you Anthem, Battlefield, FIFA, Dragon Age Inquisition, you know, a lot of stuff like the Star Wars Battlefront 2 microtransaction nightmare from a few years ago. The game was released on February 4th of 2019 without any announcements or marketing previous to release. There was a press event, I believe, right before the game came out, but the press was under embargo until the game's release. I remember seeing it show up on Twitch, and I saw maybe about 10 minutes of gameplay, and I was like, yep, nope, I don't know, what? Oh, yep, this is a thing. Um, immediately went home after work, downloaded this magical mystery game of sorts, not knowing exactly what I was getting into. Um, I knew it was a battle royale, and I knew I liked those. Uh, I loved... PUBG, um, but kind of fell out of it slowly over time with just other people playing other things. But I love the random drops and, and looting around and foraging for guns and ammo. That often slow, quiet crawl after a firefight, waiting for another team who overheard it to kind of creep in on you. I loved the rush, though I was never really great at it, but I just loved that suspense though, especially when weather and lighting effects started playing a larger role in making the environment even more dynamic. Uh, Fortnite never clicked for me. It just never had that suspense I was looking for, um, and I wasn't too into the building. I maybe played five hours. It's just not my jam. It's cool. I get it. But but Apex. Hoo-hoo, baby girl. Okay, Apex Legends. Apex is a little different. PUBG came from a man who has built uh, Battle Royale mods for other games and then made his own company to take it on as his own. Fortnite was a totally different game that built what we know as Fortnite to capitalize on the success of PUBG. So kudos to Epic Games for seeing that one. There's been a bunch of battle royale games that have kind of come out to to capitalize on PUBG and Fortnite's success, but here comes a new challenger, Apex Legends. And it's made by Respawn, a company that makes, they make some games. I mean, if I hear their name attached to something, I'm down for it. There's a a quality that I associate with their name, with like the polished in mechanics, as well as storytelling, Um, like that new Star Wars game, (laughs) yo. But Apex Legends, Respawn created a battle royale that as of this recording only has one game mode, but the game mode consists of 60 players, or well, well, 20 teams of three, dropping in to become the the champion team. When you start the game the first time, you get about a five-minute cinematic, I guess, about becoming the the champion and how this sort of island coliseum-like event uh, in the kill leader or champion squad are broadcasted on banners. And it's just a really simple cinematic. I believe you, like, talk to... Like, it's just, like, keyframes of, like, people in a bar. Um, it's, It's cool. Uh, the game is kind of a hero-based shooter, but not in the same way Overwatch is exactly when uh, selecting a character, each of your team members are different characters, so you can't have a trio of Pathfinders or Bloodhounds, thank God. Uh, the characters' hitboxes and stats are basically the same-ish, so that's a little bit unlike Overwatch, um, and they move at the same speed. Um, their specials, uh, like special actions and alts are fun, and, uh, and I would say 
relatively diverse. Um, but some characters do kind of have their disadvantages being a little bulkier and standing out on the map a little bit more. Um, so I believe those characters, definitely since launch, have gotten a little bit of a health boost, I believe. Um, I'm not super sure on the, the severity of their, their buffs. Uh, but um, I guess I'm just like throwing a lot at you. But let, let's just go over a little bit of like how a game goes. The gameplay goes as such, I guess. Uh, you squad up with two other people, you select a character, the game starts, and the flight path is showcased over the island. You kind of pick a place on the island to land, and you just kind of jump for it. Um, it's really cool, though, to, unlike other games, when you look around, you see smoke trails from the other team, so you can you can kind of see, like, a rainbow fun town headed to Skull Town, or... I don't know. Like, it's really cool to kind of just see these trails. So when you drop, you're like, oh, I have two teams right next to me. As soon as you land, you start gathering supplies and surviving with 19 other teams out there after you. All while a wall of magic, I don't know, electricity, I don't know, plasma, uh, slowly closes in around you to push you and the other teams closer together, uh, leaving you scrambling to survive. And I'm unsure how Fortnite compares to Apex, but compared to PUBG, the game moves quick. Uh, you still have, like, cooldowns, basically, on that ring pushing you, so there's, like, rounds, but the, the actual movement and collecting gear and firefights are very quick-paced. You can slide down hills, build momentum. A few of the characters themselves actually have mobility alts that are really nice to have. Uh, the guns, for the most part, feel unique to each other, and the map has some really fun locations that you can kind of play around with with your positioning. Uh, my favorite guns at the moment are the Peacekeeper shotgun and the Wingman pistol, but if you uh, play the game, you've def heard more than a few Mozambique here. Oh my god. If you ask my friends, I love dropping artillery or runoff, Skull Town, maybe a little market. Ooh, and Relay. I'm just gonna list the whole map, aren't I? But what I love about the landscape is, oh man, one, there's uh, hidden things around the map, like you can find a shrine to a, a, a doggo, uh, a little stuffed Loch Ness monster. The landscape's dynamic, and I, I don't mean that it's like changing and evolving over time like it does in Fortnite, but there's uh, like a, a water shed town, you have kind of this artillery base, swamp area a giant um, industrial market, a city with like a dinosaur bones flying over top of it, uh, a place called Thunderdome that's also just kind of like industrial wreckage, uh, like open open green spaces, open like burnt out lands. Uh, you could definitely seek cover or be out in the open. So if you want to move slowly and stealthy and snipe, you, you totally can. Or if you want to kind of be a little chaotic and just keep running, you know, I love me some hot drops, so I, I, I'm probably the latter. Uh, but but I, I love that for um, the most part, each game, the flight path allows you to take those really hot drops or potentially fly to a remote region of the map and kind of creep in. Hopefully another team doesn't have that same idea, though. But the coolest thing, uh, and, and maybe not the coolest thing, but... Uh, something really awesome that Respawn has done, and, and they've done it, is I can communicate with other players by just using a wheel to ping locations and not use voice chat. So I can communicate with players and be like, hey, someone's been there. There's an enemy on me. The place seems unlooted. 
let's head this way without even actually have to, having to reveal who I am or, you know, dealing with all that whole bag of tricks. And this is coming for someone who played WoW for months, years ago with a guild and only using in-game chat instead of Ventrilo at the time with the rest of the guild because I just didn't want to deal with the tomfoolery of them knowing that I was a lady and I'm always apprehensive of multiplayer games with chat because there's that potential toxicity and that's lame. So um, the fact that I can just click around and ping stuff is rad as hell. Um, I do actually leave my chat open. I don't usually participate though, but I'll leave it open to hear other players so then I can just respond with the pings. Um, and it's usually pretty chill, good fun. Yeah, I, I would also call that a win. But it's really great to be able to call out ammo or locations if, you're, if your teammates are asking, hey, I need heavy or something. Five points to Gryffindor. Is that a lot? I don't know if respawns Gryffindor. I'll give him Gryffindor. I feel good about that. Okay. I, I do want to cover actually all the characters. The game launched with eight. They just added a ninth recently to join the fun. The game, once again, is similar to Overwatch with the fact that you have a bunch of really cool characters and now outside of the actual game they're fleshing out their stories a bit. I immediately gravitated towards Bloodhound, a they-them tactical tracker who can ping nearby enemies. Uh, Bloodhound wears a, ta like, I don't know, like a tactical hazmat suit. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like this whole body, whole, bo whole body coverage with like a mask. Um, it's kind of like when you when you see people like, like a spacesuit, like you're, it's not, it doesn't look like a fucking spacesuit, but it's definitely, it looks like you are a, a, a full suit to protect yourself from like the harsh environment or air or, you know, in a post-apocalyptic world. I don't know. Uh, there's no real like identifiable features. Like, I don't know if Bloodhound's eyes are red, they have goggles on. Um, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, Bloodhound, has like ravens that follow them and uh talks about the all father which is odin my dudes it's dope mirage is a uh, another one that i gravitated towards early on he's kind of this flamboyant showman and i and and i mean that as like a kind of like a show-off and I, I assume he's probably like a ladies man um he can shoot out decoys to distract enemies he's kind of a talker like all of his um uh, taunts or quips are about him. Uh, <laughs> my Mirage personally wears a suit with bananas printed all over it, and I think that is pretty neat. Um, he's not really the most useful character, but uh, he can kind of pull it together in a, in a pinch, being able to shoot out that decoy and, and distract the other team. But his alt is really just creating a circle of himself, which I don't I don't love. Use, as a user of Mirage. Uh, we have Pathfinder, who's a robot who can grapple and fling around the screen. I have a friend who's, like, legit phenomenal, and I've died a few times watching her kind of throw herself around competently, like, getting to the place she wants to go in a roundabout way. It's amazing. Pathfinder can also identify where the next circle is if you go to these beacons. So if you really want to creep and kind of snipe and watch players rush to the next location, you can kind of get a head start. There's a lifeline who has a, a, a sassy like medic vibe. She can heal you, summon supply drops, which honestly come in handy more often than I'd like to admit. Uh, my best friend actually plays her pretty often and I can always hear her pings of Mozambique here. Oh my God. 
I don't, I, I know my friend does it just to be funny, but like, I close my eyes at night and I hear that. And then I see the Monty Mole creepy long arms. That's a throwback, y'all. Um, there's Gibraltar, who's a big Samoan dude who's apparently gay in the lore, which is cool. Um, which I'm always like into, uh, you know what I mean? Um, representation, you know? Uh, but he can call in airdrops and deploy this, like, bubble shield for the team to be in. I don't see him used too often, but he does sort of, uh, pop up on the map. So when you're, like, trying to cross a field, he's pretty easy to spot because he is a bit larger. Um, but I think you can do some really cool stuff with him depending on your positioning on the map if you're at choke points and stuff. Um, I'm looking at you, entrance to the pit. Uh, there's Wraith. She's super cool. She's like this rift-jumping assassin. Uh, she can create portals for her teammates to travel through, and she kind of, like, shifts... I guess, she like, shifts into another dimension. So she can get out of danger or get the team out. Um, she has this passive where she has a voice in her head letting you know that there's danger close. So she'll be like, someone, someone has eyes on me, or I think someone's tracking me. Uh, it's cool. Uh, there's uh, Caustic, and I really, really want to like Caustic. He reminds me of a more threatening Krieger from Archer, uh, but he can deploy toxic gas canisters that can be tripped, so uh, you can kind of deck out a building full of these canisters, and if someone walks through the door, they all pop. Uh, they've recently been buffed, too, and they've been a real pain. Um, he can toss this really nasty toxic gas grenade into a fight too, so it's not just waiting to be tripped, but you can just chuck it. Uh, he's just big and feels a little slower than the other characters, even though I know he's not. Um, I don't know if it's not just, like, lumbering animation he has, uh, but I feel like a big old bumbling sausage. But I super like his vibe. Uh, then there's Bangalore who's my, she's my girl, um, she can call in airstrikes, she can shoot smoke grenades, so if you need to get out of a, a tight situation or give teammate cover, she's, she's fucking great, um, she has this passive where she gets a boost in her, um, speed a little bit when there's shots, like, hitting around her feet or, like, around her, um, she's, she's always kind of been in our three whenever we've been running matches um she has such versatility uh the people i play with often go with bloodhound or wraith or octane and bangalore just kind of fits in where that she pops those smoke grenades bloodhound can see through them or pop the grenade wraith throws a portal and you can get out of there um and that brings us to octane octane was introduced at the start of season one uh he has robotic legs he can give himself kind of an adrenaline rush and run faster, which knocks his health down, but I guess he can also heal it back up. Um, he tosses like a, a launch pad, so at first I was like, why? Why why have this big bulky thing he can just toss? Um, but it's fucking rad. Uh, it's really disorienting to like an, uh, being another team and having that launch pad get thrown at you as you're moving forward to like get someone and you're all of a sudden in the air, or it's just nice to toss it down, have your team use it to escape or reposition. Octane's cool. I'm I'm not so great with him yet, but uh, I think he's a really fun addition. I can't wait to see who or what they add, characters, backstories, new modes, maps. I don't know. I'm here for it all. The diversity in locations and characters already have me honestly like impressed and excited. Like, hell yeah, diversity. 
Uh, and none of them really feel generic. Sure, Bangalore is a soldier, but her smokes give her some stealth and mobility you don't see in your average soldier class in video games. The game is fast, which makes it so easy to just be like, oh, one more game, and then all of a sudden it's four hours later. But it really is easy to jump into a game, and of course it's easy to get out of it too if you take too hot of a drop. But yeah, it's just so good. There's the the, the sounds you get um, in, as feedback in a firefight are so satisfying when you hear the crack of a shield or when you're reloading a gun or bullets whizzing by you and you hit double time and you kind of like, I don't, it's so good. Oh God. I'm literally, I'm going to, once I'm done recording, I'm going to go play it right now. I'm just, I, I got to get my fix. Um, I think Respawn is really onto something here with these, this free to play game. Uh, the first season pass didn't really impress me all that much. I haven't purchased it. I have put money into this game, even though it's free to play, just because I've sunk so many hours into it. I was just curious and wanted to get some cosmetics, but I by no means feel dissatisfied in my support. Um, and it's interesting that Respawn, who's been purchased by EA or absorbed by EA, uh, had the the freedom to do this and i'm not quite sure the how the the claws have been sunk by or the claws of ea have been sunk into this game but um we definitely don't have that microtransaction tomfoolery that was um star wars battlefront 2 um so the game is young i'm excited to see how it goes i'm also excited to see what they've learned from previous ea happenings as well as what's been happening in the battle royale scene it's in, it's incredibly competent um and it's available on ps4 xbox one and pc so if you haven't checked it out grab that bad boy it's definitely worth the download thank you for listening to combo breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and if you did i do hope that you share it with a friend and if you want to share something you're digging on, shoot an email over to weareokretro at gmail.com with Combo Breaker in that subject line. And follow me on the social medias at weareokretro to see the new stuff coming out and what I'm up to and all that jazz. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. Combo Breaker.